0: Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs.
1: Tony
2: Dudzik, pick Guardian. Jared Brandon, Jared Brandon.
1: <laughs> Sound like Mary Hartman? Mary I Hartman? It.
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> never, Jared ever going to be right again. I don't know. Hey, everyone, it's me, Todd Novak. Welcome to the we Guitar Knobs. I am. Thrilled to death that you are listening, and so is Tony, Woo! and so is Jared. We are all very, very happy that you are listening to our show, The Guitar Knobs Podcast. It is uh, going to be a delightful ride uh, in the back of the El Camino tonight. We've oh, got yes. a very special guest. Guest, who are you? I'm Ralph Gottschalk from Wonderful Audio Technology. Right Wonderful. on. We have a wonderful audio technology pedal in our possession and we are really loving it. So we're gonna get into that, find out all about Ralph and his awesome buildiness and uh, find out about some influences and all kinds of good stuff. Um, we have a, uh, we just need to just a really quick, if there's anybody joining us for the first time, we've gotten a lot of new follows and stuff on Instagram. So if, uh, Tony, would you like to share what we generally do here?
1: We like to talk about gear specifically. Yep. We like to talk about boutique gear yep. and that would be things like guitars and amps and pedals, accessories, all the good stuff occasionally we will do a 101 episode where we learn stuff that's and then good. every once in a while we we have we lately we've had a couple of really fantastic authors on of uh, yep. guitar books and so yeah if if it if it exists in the world of boutique gear you can count on the guitar knobs to cover it that's right that's <laughs> right
0: Wow! All right, that's like a bumper sticker.
1: Or your money back.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, or Tony's money back. You can have all Tony Tony's money. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we are going to get onto some. Uh, thank you for doing that, and Ralph, welcome to the show. We're really happy to have you. Thanks for having me. Where are you located right now? I am in Redlands, California. Hmm. Oh, hmm. lovely. There's we've had a couple builders from Redlands. I'm trying to think. Oh, wait, wasn't um. A uh, spruce was from Redlands, weren't they? Blue spruce. I think it was Redwood. Redwood, probably. that's right. Yeah. Yes, Redlands or, is yeah. different. Redlands um, is south, of yes. southern California. Much souther, yes. Much. Um, so, Way to go
1: with your California knowledge, Todd. Yeah,
0: well, you know what? <laughs> California could be a country in its own. Uh, it actually has, a little known fact, it has all of the seven, is it the seven ecosystems? Um in one state i think it's seven really yeah kind of crazy
1: what are the seven ecosystems
0: uh, tropical desert um mountain uh prairie and coast that's five all of the five ecosystems <laughs> isn't the mediterranean one open? mediterranean six yeah. so there's a seventh uh ra- raininess raininess
1: Rainy how about net. how about polar,
0: polar? Not not polar. Rain, I'm going with raininess. Raininess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I didn't know it would be a geography quiz. I would have studied. It. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, you have to be prepared for all sorts of things.
0: Yes. We're going to we're going to throw a whole lot of nothing at you. Okay. We're okay. going to get cracking on We need some announcements real quick. We need to say thanks to
2: Ro! Oh.
0: That is correct. And a ginormous thanks, especially to uh, Nick Stillman here for, we've got, uh, I'm currently casting out of the road NT mini USB here, and it is uh, working out really, really nice. Um, and just in the nick of time, because we're in a level three snow emergency right now. So... All of us oh, got, uh, you know, I had to f- scramble and figure out how to do this better out of my house because I'm reliant on doing it in our studio. And fortunately, this, uh, these arrived uh, a little, a couple days ago. Uh, really outstanding piece of equipment. So thank you to Rode for uh, helping us out there.
1: You know what would be cool? What would be cool? If you got a Mini Cooper and then we could use this mini system to do a podcast from within a Mini Cooper.
0: I like that. In mini skirts. <laughs> no. <laughs> the visual i'm so sorry for anyone who might be eating right now we're doing anything really i'm sorry for the visual You have to see a psychiatrist after that one i also want to give a shout out to our our previous guest lisa s johnson who was just an absolute delight on the show
1: awesome she was a blast
0: yeah i can't wait to have her on again next time that she does a big giant book like that um uh, Even was,
1: a small book, if she had the, a, a small, small book, book, a
0: pamphlet, okay. <laughs> yes. a brochure, if a you brochure, will. a leaflet. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Anyways, um, you yourselves out there, you've heard, you've now, you've hopefully by this time listened to that show. I did, and you heard, yes, <laughs> you did, and you've heard all about this book. You've seen images of the book. You can go get it, and it is at a crazy price right now on Amazon, um, and it, that is Immortal Axes. Guitars Mm -hmm. That Rock. Mm -hmm. And she also has the other one, uh, 108 Rockstar Guitars, which is equally as awesome. And uh, you can compare the two.
1: Let's get her up to number one position on Amazon, shall we?
0: I think we should.
1: Okay, let's do it.
0: And I'm just saying... There is a surprise coming for a... We're going to have a patron giveaway. So... (gasps) Yes, maybe a couple. So, Um, stay tuned for that, everybody. Uh, Benefits of being a patron on the old Patreon. We also need to give a call out to... I want to just say an enormous thank you to uh, one of our patrons, Steve Keys, for being so incredibly helpful. He set up a Discord for our podcast... Uh, and if you go to our bio on on Instagram and you click on it into the link tree you will see the Discord group go and jump in and they've set up all kinds of great um channels within that where They've got a like a pay, um, a patron buy sell trade, and you don't have to be a patron by the way. Like you can just be a supporter and go in there and buy sell trade um, all kinds of subjects, and all, all the good stuff that you love about Discord is in that group. So really really excited to uh, let the let all of the, our listeners, supporters, and patrons uh, you know mix it up amongst themselves. All right, we need to get on to what is going on in our music world this week, and we're going to start off with uh, Tanya Belonsky, a.k.a. Yeah. Tony Dudzik.
1: Yes, also known as?
0: Pick Guardian.
1: Also known as?
0: Uh, I don't know.
1: What? Uh, that guy.
0: Yeah. So uh,
1: Also known as the pickup guy, too.
0: The, the pickup guy. <laughs> right after that, we're going to check in with our pal, Ralph. Okay? okay.
1: Excellent. Uh, well, as it happens, today, um, I was perusing. Actually, Todd and I had a little discussion about uh, 15-watt tube amplifiers mm-hmm. not terribly long ago. And so I came up with a couple of recommendations for him. He was going trying to go for kind of a Voxy sound and, How of course, the obvious choice is a Voxy C15. And, um so one of the things that I, I remembered that um, years and years ago I had actually three of these uh, were the Laney uh, VC thirty, which is like a th- you know basically Laney's take on uh, an AC thirty, but not quite. It's a little bit different. It's a, it's a slightly different sound. But it uses- those are the
0: British made ones.
1: Yeah, well, they're yeah, they're they're yeah, that series was all made yeah. in, in in the UK, but um. They also made a 15-watt version, um, major difference. Well, like the, the VC30 had a 112, a 212, and a 210 version, which I had one of each of those. And then I sold them over the years. I used to run those in stereo. Good-sounding app. Um, so as I was you know digging through and doing some searches, I found uh, one of the VC15 versions, which is a 110, 15-watt l84 amplifier it's a little bit different from a vox in that it's a um a b instead of a class a class a b which is more like a fender uh versus class a uh which is what a vox is um but it still has the same kind of chiminess i would say and there's some other cool features that i I won't bother going into so um super affordable too Well, this one, I, I just stumbled across it today. Um, it was, uh, you know, these were made in eh, about 2005, 2006 or so. And, um, uh, Guitar Center in Pittsburgh had one for $250, uh, which is a steal by any stretch of the imagination. Um, you know, you're talking a 15 watt tube amplifier. I you just can't go wrong with them. Um, so as it turns out, I was able to purchase that through Musician's Friend where I had some, uh, some uh, rewards credit and uh, was able to just get an incredibly <laughs> stupid price on, on this amp. So we'll see when it gets here, uh, should, which should be in the not-too-distant future if it's coming from Pittsburgh. But, um, but that was my big excitement today.
3: Yay!
0: Awesome. Very cool, very cool. So, I'm so curious thanks, to Todd. hear that based on your recommendation.
1: Yeah, I think you'll like it
0: right on. Oh, you're giving it to me. Brilliant. I love it. That's quite a gift. Thank you. Maybe,
1: maybe when I die.
3: (laughs) Uh,
0: Uh, So, uh, Ralph, why don't uh, you tell us what's going on in your music world? Uh, Um, you know, the, the short version we're going to do the interview later. So just, you know, take it easy, pal. (laughs) Um,
4: you know, not much is going on in my music world right now. Um, just kind of, uh, i I've, we've got um a new child on the way, so uh, mm. and so I'm gonna be needing to move out of my current office and uh, move into the garage. And so we're actually starting we've we've started construction on the garage to insulate it. Uh, and I'm actually really excited about it. I mean, I, I think it's gonna be really cool to have another member of the family and and then also, I get a little bit more space, um, sort of forced me into thinking about reorganizing my entire situation Mm. and um, set up, I'm excited because I can set up like a a permanent sort of recording uh, space and uh, something for, because I've been wanting to do more video demos on Instagram and uh, do more, um, maybe set up a YouTube channel. So actually having a place where I can do that, um, it's, it's really exciting to me. So. That's that's pretty much a makerspace
0: within here. your makerspace. Exactly. I like that. Yes. Very <laughs> cool. Well, congratulations. Do you do you uh, uh, do you know what I was going to say? Species, but do you know yes, what? Do you I know what set of chromosomes that. you have going on over there? <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we do. We, uh, it, it's a girl. Oh, so, oh nice. lovely. I've yeah. got three of my own. It's it's the best. Wow. All right, and you're going to name it, name it, uh, Jared uh probably not. yeah no
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's cool. not a bad name yeah it's not a bad name no speaking yeah. of jared uh what's going on in your music world buddy
2: so uh i grew enough um gumption to plug in my clon uh using the one spot and uh so i had the right uh had the right adapter for that and uh yeah, it works. It works good. I think I'm going to AB it one more time, a battery compared to to the plug-in because mm. it's I don't know. I think it, it just seems like with the battery it just seems a little more saturated to me. Mm. Um and I know it depends what kind of power source and how that pedal actually performs because I put in some crappy batteries and it did not it was not good. Yeah. Hmm. So, I know that pedal is very sensitive to any type of you know to whatever power you put into it it's going to react accordingly right so mm-hmm. that was interesting and yeah um, <clears throat> Tony, what about you, old chill? Thanks Jared <laughs> Well,
0: I had a very exciting week because um i and i and I recorded a a, a video for this because I thought it was um worthy of it uh, so recently i picked up that marshall origin which i mm-hmm. really really highly recommend um, uh, you can read all about it in the in the funny papers uh, it's the it's mm-hmm. the marshall origin 50 combo so with a high low medium setting at roughly like the 50 watt 20 watt 10 watt kind of ness um, and the only thing that i really didn't like was the speaker it kind of had a little bit of a flubby bottom end and the 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 high the highs on the thing were just even even when i was taming the trebles uh, it just it was really there were some frequencies that was just like kind of hurt my ear to be honest and I looked into a couple suggestions on what uh, people replace. I think Sweetwater replaces it with, um, and it, I think they call it the Sweetwater mod or something like that. Um, they replace that speaker before it ships out if you want them to, uh, with a Celestian cream Creamback, I believe. And mm. I, uh, for for my intent and purpose, I lo- I thought about that. And I, and I did a couple. Uh, you know listen to some comparisons and did a little bit of research and i ended up going with our friends over at warehouse guitar speakers who we've had on the show twice doing speaker 101s um i went with their their invader 50 so it's 50 watt and uh
1: speaker so that's that's kind of their version of a cream back then right
0: yes but it has i think it has a little bit more dimension um and Anyway, so I, I did a video of installing that into the Marshall. It was like, what's a big deal? You take out a couple screws and you pop the thing in. Not exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's there's quite a bit more screws uh, because you basically have to take the amp completely apart, like mm. totally apart. But um, don't worry, everybody. I take you through it. Old amp master Todd here. It's gonna, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, it sounds fantastic. Oh my gosh! I cannot believe how much that speaker made a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, right out of the gate, I was like, "This is this sounds like not a different amp in the sense that the 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 tone spectrum and everything and the character is completely different. It just it sounds like." How do I say? this? It sounds like a more expensive amp. Hmm. I, it, it sounds like a better, a better built amp. It smells. It's. It smells like a better built amp. Um, <laughs> it, it's like this hidden character woke up, and the the bottom end uh, is tight, and 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 it, it's like thwap. You know, it's like if you hit the if you dig into it, it moves the air, and it, and it like. You know, it's like a kick drum at the, at the bottom instead of a floppy open, you know, brass band kick drum or something like that. I don't know why I needed to make that comparison. You guys know what I'm talking about. Yes. The, the mids Lord. are, it, it, they don't feel as just sort of a flat mid signal. I feel like I'm hearing more distinction between the highs and the lows, the highs and the low, low, low mids and high mids, and they um, are much tighter and the highs are just roll like they're not soft. They're just not brutal. They they sound it's like, oh, there's my treble, but I'm not going, oh my gosh, what is that frequency that's killing my ears? I am absolutely thrilled to death with the way that this came out and um it holds at high volume Uh-oh. and I'm just super excited. I cannot wait to play this live. It is outstanding and the speaker it's a great speaker totally affordable and um highly recommend dropping one of those into if you have that origin 50 or if you just are trying to think of like hey how can i fix some of those things that i was talking about this speaker absolutely does that and i did it i'm a dumb dumb when it comes to this stuff so there you can do it too (laughs) that's really cool i i uh
4: i really like the cream back um i have this uh marshall jtm 45 that I, I built um, from Mojotone and uh, I put it in a 212 uh two creambacks in there and I really like the way it sounds, but I also really like warehouse speakers. Yeah. And I have warehouse speakers in most of my other amps. And so so I definitely have to check out the invader. Uh, man,
0: if you cool. if you did a cream back and an invader, oh golly. Nice mix there. Yeah. I think so because everything that I was picking up about the creamback is that the in the invader has a bit more a bit more heft um muscle on the bottom on the bottom end and a little bit punchier in the in the in the mid and i think the high mids as I recall. I could be dead wrong, so if somebody's screaming at me, That's not the, that is not the, the sound profile for the Kremac. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but it was enough to make me say, no, I think I want to go with the Invader uh, on this one. And also, when I pulled out the speaker, you'll see uh, I do a, a side-by-side comparison. I'll just leave it at that. Go watch the video, because yeah. it is rather remarkable. Um, so that was a ton of fun. Anyways, um, so let's get on with this, Jared. You got a whole bunch of pedals on your pedal board, and I bet Absolutely. that you did not go out and buy fifty foot length of cord and uh, and all the inputs and everything and make your own patch cables. Did you?
2: No, I didn't have to because I used Tour Gear Design patch cables.
0: Brand. I mean, I had
2: yeah, I had a bunch of them, all different sizes, all different lengths, some S shape and C shape and
1: how about the w uh, shape? no
2: stuff it Tony. <laughs> <laughs> those two no seriously they are very very easy uh to use they fit anywhere um on any pedal and that's why i like them so much
0: yeah yeah they're great for uh top uh top position jack jack uh mountings especially if they're all clustered in with a nine volt and all that stuff so um anyways totally. um ralph are you familiar with the tour gear i've heard of them on this podcast well that's good enough for us um and i and i bet if you had a bag of them you'd be reaching for them right oh for sure
4: i mean i i would need uh some patch cables right now to hook up my four on the floor
0: perfect so i could play with it well you can go get those at com, and if you use the code the guitar knobs you're gonna save 10% on your entire order That comes into play because you're probably going to say, look, I'm here. I'm going to load up my cart. And you can get a huge array of lengths and shapes uh, that are insanely affordable. And they get to your house mighty quick. So go over to tourgeardesigns.com and use the guitar knobs and your coupon code and save that 10% and get those things on your board, okay? We want to give a big, giant shout-out to Tour Gear Designs for sponsoring our four on the floor. Jared? Let me get a little bit of this. One, two, one, two, three, four on the floor. Okay, Ralph from Wonderful Audio Technology, or what? As you might (laughs) see on the little icon, that's very clever. Give us your four on the floor.
4: Okay, yeah, my four on the floor is pretty hard to figure out what my four on the floor, but I have four petals here on the floor right now, and um, the first one is the uh, Caroline Corporation Hawaiian Pizza.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Sounds delicious.
4: Yes, uh, if
0: you like Hawaiian pizza, um, I do. I like the pineapple.
1: <laughs> well, I find it's it's offensive to people that really like I traditional do not like... pizza.
0: Hawaiian pizza, but I do like the Hawaiian pizza pedal. Tell us about it, Ralph.
1: <laughs> well,
0: I, I mean, that's part of
4: the joke about it. I think it's what's what's so brilliant about it. Um, it's I really like this pedal because it sort of um, introduced a versatile fuzz to me, like one that you can do sort of the gated sound, and that you could also get like thick and smooth with it. Um, I like kind of the humor behind uh, Caroline Corporation. I think this pedal's really great. I think it's like, if you had one fuzz, this, I think I could just
0: live with this. One this fuzz, fuzz to rule them all.
4: One fuzz to rule them all. I think this thing can do whatever you need it to do. Um, and I just really, I just really like the company. I really like, uh, Philippe Hurdon. I like his, uh, his social media, Instagram stuff. Like it's always very positive. It's, it's just, and funny, he doesn't take
0: himself too seriously.
4: No, he doesn't, and it's it's just a good it's a good company to support. And uh, I, this pedal's great.
0: Awesome, I love it. Uh, what's next?
4: Next is um, the Blackout Effectors Crystal Dagger.
0: <laughs> I'm not familiar uh, with that one. Oh, yeah, see, I love it. There's always a new one. <laughs> Blackout Effector. Wait, what did you say was
4: Blackout Effectors? crystal dagger they're actually not around anymore um unfortunately but uh you probably could still find some of this yeah i see it
0: i see it yeah
4: yeah it's um it's a it's a dual pedal it's actually i I really like this this is my first i think i think this is my first boutique pedal that i ever bought um it's the dagger side is uh is a phaser i think it's pretty much like the small stone um but it's tweaked out a whole bunch so the frequency knob like goes fairly slow to uh almost like a ring mod sort of sound so it's it's pretty versatile like that it's really weird it was one of the first pedals that i got that just really got weird and i thought that's really cool and i wrote a bunch of songs um in my band using that side and then the other side is the uh, fuzz side it's got a filter and then um, an octave switch that's so octave up. And it's a really nasty, like, gnarly fuzz. Um, and then when you put the two together with the octave switch, you get just really crazy. And it's just a lot of fun, and I think it's
0: just like a it's really great pedal. That's awesome. I and mean, what's interesting is it kind of looks like a tame pedal.
4: Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's definitely like, not tame.
0: <laughs> no, but, but it is... Uh... Uh, somewhat misleading in in the way that it, it it's approached it's like the light blue silkscreen on the raw metal you know it, it looks like oh this is gonna be a really cool chorus you know for surf stuff or whatever
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah yeah and then it stabs you yeah yeah very uh. cool i like it i like it i like that we got a new one i i'm familiar with the twosome pedal that they yeah. make uh the dual fuzz with the two like screech owls on it i I, that looks beautiful and it's orange and black so i mean you know uh how about number three number three is the catlin bread dirty little secret mk3 Mm -hmm.
4: um this one so i'm i mean i started playing guitar because of 90s music influences and i think really that jesus jones um, more like uh, <laughs> right here right now is that the, is
2: the, <laughs> I was like are you serious with that
4: <laughs> it's always funny it's always funny it it's is a, <laughs> I mean that's a catchy tune it's yes
2: yeah. that, you know,
4: that, that's it too that's it. yeah um, well no it's uh, probably like Pearl Jam Mike McCready uh, um, Jerry Cantrell Alice in Chains like their their mm-hmm. lead tones are just like I just love them. I just love the way uh, those those early albums, like just the solos, were. And uh, so I was always seeking that kind of sound for my lead tone. Um, and I just went through so many distortion pedals, and uh, and maybe I just needed a Marshall amp. Is really what I probably needed. But uh, <laughs> this pedal does does that amp in a box Marshall sound really well. Yeah. Um, and hmm. I just i I use it for well, not all my solos, but my distorted hard rock style solos it, this is this is my go-to and i've tried different stuff pulled this one off my board and then put a new one on the board and i just always keep coming back to it it's just really really like it
0: yeah very very cool i actually used that pedal on i think two songs on our album um when it was going into the supro and uh and john just goes hey hang on real quick uh, john and the guy who runs the studio that we record at and um he came back and he and he put this thing on and was like what'd you do and he said i'll show you later just play <laughs> I was like, oh, okay And it was uh, specifically for some lead stuff and i was like wow that's awesome so anyways yeah i agree that is a great pedal and it's and it's still like it's actually really affordable used, uh, from what i've seen
4: yeah yeah i think so yeah. And there's DIY
0: kits up or like PCBs that you can get if you're a one of those. Yeah, like I am. One of those guys, <laughs> like I am. Yeah. Yes.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, how about number
4: four? The number four is is the uh, Strymon Dig. Oh so, Yeah, it's a digital delay. Um, and I, you know, before I always. I was exploring delays and tried a whole bunch of different kind of delays. And um, the band that that I was in, or I still am in actually, um, it's kind of like, it's not really a hard rock band and they kind of want to do more, more uh, dancey sort of music and stuff. Like Jesus Jones. Like Jesus Jones. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I got a twofer out of that one. (laughs) i'll try to set you up for (laughs) another jesus
3: jones
4: (laughs) but uh so i do in that band i do a lot of like um syncopated sort of like delay sounds like dotted eighth, you know sort of copping the edge yeah um but i like a lot of delays i just didn't really like the way they sit in the mix and um honestly i don't use all that many features on this uh, pedal i basically use one of the delays i don't use both of them sometimes i switch over to the other delay like if i don't want to get to have a busy uh busy sound on my lead but um this it's the adm algorithm on this thing uh which is i don't really know too much about it, it it's not it's a little bit more percussive sounding and it's 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 not too bright it just sits in the mix really well so when you have a, a bunch of repeats and you got that dotted eighth sound going on it just kind of blends in nicely and lets it, it just it doesn't get too busy it's it's just a really great sound and i,
0: I've,
3: I think
4: i know what you're talking
0: lot. about like sometimes if you get if you have the repeats and on like those eights and stuff the, the roundness of a delay can start to kind of like double up on itself a little bit. And, and, um, when you said percussive, it's sort of like, I, I think I'm hearing what you're talking about, which is it, it makes it notable, but not like ultra forward. Uh, yeah. In, in the mix. So like, you can hear what it's supposed to be doing, but you don't get all the other stuff if it's like kind of, they're, you know, bunking into each other.
4: Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it doesn't. That's mess what with it the says singer. on the
0: manual, actually. <laughs> oh, does it? <laughs> Bonking. <laughs> that would be amazing if Sherman said, "You know what? We're just going to get Novak to write our stuff." <laughs> no one would have a clue when anything does. It would be amazing. I don't know. I I I I was picking up what you're putting down. Thank you. Mm. Well, that is a lovely four on the floor. I really like that. That's a good board, man, or a good four on a board, anyways. Um, very cool, and I like that we got one that we're not as familiar with as well. And actually, the Dig hasn't not been mentioned. Almost every other Strymon pedal has, but not the Dig. Yeah, It's not
4: a very popular one, I think, but um, I just I, I think it needs more love.
0: Hmm. I wonder why that is. I'm just wondering you know, out loud. I don't know if anybody yeah. has like a theory on that. I think cause it's not
4: like people want to go after the analog sound or the, um, or more features. I don't, yeah, you know, I don't, I have no idea. <laughs> I had a thought. I don't know. Now <laughs> uh,
0: cool, man. Well, uh, very, very thankful that you shared that. Um, and didn't have a tuner. That was great. So, um, We need to move on with the actual reason that we have you on this show because you are are a pedal builder. That's right. And you sent us uh, one of uh, the things that you make called Ancient Echoes. Um, And, you know, I pulled that thing out of the box, read all the stuff, did a little box opening thing. So if you guys want to go watch that out there, um, that's on our Instagram. And plugged it in and had a ball i absolutely loved the sounds that i was getting out of that pedal oh, we'll nice. get into all kinds of reasons why and everything but the very first the, the very next thing i said is do i'm bringing this pedal over you gotta, you gotta <laughs> play this thing
1: yeah yeah that was i mean uh i i really enjoyed it and i uh, what really impressed me is the Various combinations and sounds and and everything. I mean, I could have played with that probably for the next week or so, and and still not been finished with all the stuff that it can do. So, what? That's that's it's a great pedal.
0: It is. Thanks. Awesome. Um, You know, I I guess we'll just go with this a little bit right now. The one of the things about the Ancient Echoes specifically that I liked, and Tony kind of just hit on, is like I could play with this. You know, for a very long time, and and still get sounds out of it that you that are pleasing because you're not. It's kind of like you, all the sounds make sense together. Like no matter where you turn the dials, it sounds some some aspect of it sounds easy and familiar to just get on with it. You're not having to go, oh geez, I pushed this level too far and now it sounds like garbage, and it's fighting up against this other knob that I that I tweaked. And you know sometimes these things can get so complicated because it's sorry we didn't mention it's a reverb um, and uh, I don't think I mentioned that did I I just said ancient echoes and I'm thinking everybody knows what that is mm-hmm. it is it is a reverb but Ralph how would you describe this reverb
4: um, it's a it's a reverb that has a, a pre delay in it so the signal splits and you always have the dry signal going through and then you can adjust that the overall effect level with it and um so it's got a pre-delay that you can adjust with the echo knob and then it goes into the reverb portion of the circuit um that you can adjust the amount of reverb that like the depth of the reverb Uh, there's also a feedback loop in it that comes out of the delay part and that then also hooks into a modulation section and the feedback loop is sort of like the, that's why the the um i got the big knob on it because uh which now i'm blanking on what the name of it was it's the reflections knob <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> podcast jitters uh, yeah i, yeah, I, I made it yeah <laughs> i made it but i don't remember any, you know, but the uh yeah the reflections knob is is how you control the feedback and sort of that interplay of like the feedback going back into the delay portion of the circuit and coming back out of the reverb portion with the modulation on it kind of gives it that sort of character. And there's a lot of filtering in there to kind of like give it a a, a sound like I'm trying to make it sound unique and interesting. So
0: yeah, and, and I you know I call this a reverb because I, I know it is a, it is technically termed as a delay and reverb. I, uh, I incorrectly titled your pedal. But, um, I delay. No. so oh. so, there's a couple other things that that we really enjoyed about. It probably goes into some of your your approach to music, I'm guessing. but you clearly had a lot of fun with this. Um, and this, and sometimes when you say that, that means like, oh, this pedal's gonna look really wacky or be make all kinds of silly noises and stuff. By fun, I just mean that you saw this as a platform for being a little bit more imaginative with your actual creativity beyond the sounds that you're trying to create. Um, that comes through in the pedal names like dampen and resonance and reflections and summon. Those are not typical names that you see associated with when you go like, oh, I'm going to dial in my what?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just need a little nice. bit of more, more, huh?
1: <laughs> I summon thee <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah um, But then your The little, uh, you know, I guess you'd call it a pamphlet uh, Your instruction book, your manual, your guide um, Probably a guide, because I suspect you probably got in like some D- Dungeons and Dragons action at, at one point Or like Magic the Gathering or something
4: Oh yeah, back back when I was much younger, I was I definitely played D and D. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> um, I think that really kind of accidentally spilled out all over this guide, <laughs> um, and I encourage anybody who uh, uh, that if nothing if nothing else, get the pedal for the guide because it's uh, <laughs> it's very creative, and I, I thought that that was inspiring, especially because you took care to say look this is a this is a pedal that can make a lot of different noise and aside from the go-to one that someone might try to just dial in and leave it you were kind enough to set up i believe four presets and those were equally creatively named uh can you uh, remember what those are called
4: Oh, what did I put in the manual? Um, I, I know I put one that was um, Finding Atlantis, um, Ice Caves. Um, what was the other one? Oh, uh, um, Night Visitors, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I need to look at a This it, it isn't a test. That, that, like we said, the pedal's <laughs> actually at Rob's house, and we're in a th- level three, snow emerges, so I couldn't get it back in time. Anyways, the point <laughs> being is that you got really creative with, like, that makes me go, like, it's like ice caverns. It's like, oh, wow, what's this going to sound like, right? And then, yeah. like, night visitors, how is, is this going to be different from ice caverns? I, I really appreciate that because it's not just like, here you go, have fun. You know, you you took some thought into saying, I've spent time trying to create a a, a machine that makes a lot of great noise. And it doesn't just make a great noise. There are different ways that you can... That you can set this up for your kind of uh, sound that you want. Uh, that's that's really cool. Uh,
4: that 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 those settings resonated because uh, I I thought I, I I've had people try it out. You know when I was uh, prototyping and stuff, and they were kind of like a little bit confused because it's not traditional like you think reverb you think like oh well, i'll just set these settings and it's not really traditional like that so mm-hmm. i kind of thought it'd be fun to um just come up with some sample settings of like how i've explored this pedal mm-hmm. um so that other people can find a starting point and i've got actually more samples and more settings on the website if you go to wonderful technology.com and then you look at the ancient echoes page i recorded some audio samples and have sample
0: setting knobs
4: Mm. for so all the ones that are in the manual and then i think there's two more up there
0: too yeah that's awesome you should share if you haven't already um uh, you know share those out and any other any other ones that you get like that'd be great to see on uh instagram as well um oh cool yeah uh, and so i have to say that right out of the gate now granted i grew up like we were just talking about this uh me and my family was like um the the whole idea that people latch on to the music in their quote-unquote formative years. So, like, say, you know, 13 to to 18 or whatever it is like that. That's the stuff that really, really sticks with you, um, regardless of how what era you grew up in. And when I plugged it in, I was like, you know, I've talked about this before, like, I love... uh, Uh, Echo the Bunnymen. I love psychedelic furs. I love like, you know, stuff that like the cars that like the, all of that great stuff. Um, and right away I was like, Oh, there's bring on the dancing horses. That's, that's brilliant. Oh, there's, uh, you you know, president gas or like, you know, what, uh, whatever I could, I could hear those tones because it isn't just a straight reverb, but it isn't, as heavy-handed as a, it is a delay and reverb. You managed to get the good things of both into one pedal and make it highly usable. And I could not believe the sounds like right out of the box. I was like, I just hit a chord and it sounds like I'm. There's like two guitars in here. It was great.
4: <laughs> wow, thanks. That's really cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: yeah. Very impressed. Um, so that's it, everybody. That's the show. Uh, <laughs> no, <I'm> just... <laughs> Thanks for Would you rather? <laughs> uh, So Ralph, tell us a little bit. I mean, I know this isn't the only thing you do. We're going to kind of dip into your own, you know, personal self real quick here. And um, I, I love, I know Jared and Tony, like this is where we like to to see beyond the pedal, beyond the gear, w- like where, how, how did you end up making pedals?
4: Um, I ended
0: up making pedals
4: because I was in a band I was actually in I think at that time I was in two bands and just like really like really starting uh, seriously thinking about tone mostly because um, in the one band I was the only guitarist in the other band well the the singer sometimes would play guitar um, but I was the forefront of uh, for everything and the other band I was the lead guitar but I had to mix with the other guitarist and it was a hard rock band and he would use the, a uh, uh, green Russian big muff all the time for, for his, his sound, which, you know, I wanted to complement that sound. Um, but sit nicely with it, um, and not overbear it or be kind of pushed out. So I started really exploring. I, I really like to think, uh, to learn how things work and, um, I was always kind of, always interested in circuits. And so I just started like tinkering and getting, you know, uh, looking at the DIY community um, and uh, ordering PCBs and looking at the schematics and studying stuff. And I got a breadboard and I started mucking around with that. And then just trying to like create sounds that were in my head. Um, And I was doing that and I, I was making pedals for some other friends who, like they're like, hey, could you, you know, get this type of sound? And I, and I like, sounds like a fun challenge. I'll give that a go. And so I would design a pedal um, that kind of would would make that sound. And then, and then, a friend of mine. I'm friends with uh, a guy named Kerry Nordstrand. Um, he uh, owns Nordstrand Audio. He makes bass, mostly bass pickups, but also he makes guitar pickups. And I. I love his guitar pickups i think they're incredible so and i um shout out uh, to him know. shout out to him but you know I, i'm friend. carrie nordstrand nordstrand audio
2: oh like yeah the- he does he does good work
4: yeah yeah he's and he's a good friend of mine he's I, I was friends with him for a while and uh he was like hey there's this really cool fuzz sound on this album what do you think it is? And I did a little research and I found out what the fuzz pedal was. And it turns out it was like a, uh, one of those Marshall, uh, super fuzzes like that. And, um, I, I built it for him, but I, I modded it a little bit and he really liked it. And then he's like, Hey, why don't we make some pedals? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can make pedals for you, dude. I don't know anything. I don't really know anything, but I decided to do it anyways. And I, I was, designing a couple pedals for him uh he was uh, selling pedals under um uh, under a branch called rocket surgeon and I, I built a couple pedals and it was a lot of fun and um but it was it was also kind of hard because i have a full-time job and i coordinating and marketing ideas and just everything it was just like it was kind of difficult to uh to like really Keep working on that because i when i do my pedal stuff it's at night because that's the time i have to do it <laughs> Kiss so that uh,
0: goodbye pretty yeah. soon
4: <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> um so i i just i was like i think i'm i i love doing this but um it's just not the right fit uh and you know also doing being in business with a friend is is Tricky. is complicated sometimes yeah so i i'd rather be friends than uh making pedals for somebody else
0: yeah um when tony and, and i were doing our bitcoin farm it you know we just got <laughs> it was really getting a little bit sticky so we quit
1: yeah <laughs> but, but we made millions of dollars
3: <laughs> that, oh,
0: excellent. I, that one tuesday and then we sold it
3: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. uh <laughs> <laughs> hey, out of curiosity speaking to that like what what were you doing before you know when you were kind of like in the middle of i'm making pedals and i'm doing blank what was your what was your job
4: Oh uh, well, it's still my job. I I work for a software company, oh. um, and I'm sort of like a your
3: big
2: deal there.
4: I'm
0: sorry. Your big deal there
2: at Initech.
4: I'm um, at Initech. <laughs> yeah, oh. I I have as many as four people underneath me. Nice. No. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, yeah. No. I I work at a software company. Um. I I I'm sort of. not really a developer. I, I work with developers. I'm sort of a project manager. And I, I I guess I, I heard cats Mm because developers are sometimes like cats and Mm -hmm. you just got to like rein them in and, and, and call BS on them sometimes. And it's a, it's, it's interesting work. It's really hard. Um, so that's what I do as my day job. Cool. Yeah. Design software.
0: Right on. So anyways, before I so, um, Mildly interrupted you. <laughs>
1: no, it's all good.
0: Uh, so you're deciding. This is a difficult thing to do. So you made a decision of some sort.
4: Yeah, I decided to do my own thing. Um, but the timing of that decision was pretty poor because uh, we just had our, we were just about to have our first kid, um, and so I knew that. OK, that's going to take up a lot of work, uh, especially because it's your first. So I kind of put that idea on hold. And then and then we had lockdown and the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so both my wife and I are like working from home and taking care of our kid, uh, deciding whose meeting is more important, um, putting in basically like 12 hour days to only really get eight hours together together. Uh, so we were just exhausted all the time. Um, and I just really couldn't start my, my business. I really wanted to start, but I just couldn't do it. And so finally, I guess like last year, like I, we worked things out and, um, I was able to start wonderful audio technology and, um, that's that.
0: Nice. Isn't it hard when you're sitting on something or some ideas? And you're like, I just want this to happen now. And you're like, Oh man! Realistically, yeah. this isn't going to happen for months.
3: Yep. Uh,
4: yeah, and it took it actually like almost was two years. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah, I couldn't get it started. I just uh, but yeah, finally um, things lined up and I was able to to start. So
1: cool. Well, can you tell us a little bit about the some of your guitars and and amps and things? Your favorites?
4: Yeah, I might make Todd a little pissed because my <laughs> probably my favorite guitar is a Strat.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, you never I have to worry like about the people them up, that so. other people like them. I just don't. That's all. Yeah, I know. I'm just making. Fun. Hmm. Um,
4: uh, yeah, my uh, well, I have I've, I have a decent amount of guitars that I've collected over the years. Um, uh, a couple strats uh, i've i have this crazy dean flying v that's like got ah. this kaleidoscope paint job on it oh wow um, yeah i use that i use that in one of my bands um i always like pulling it out because i'm like this like i don't dress up for shows or anything so i'm just like in my, my plain clothes and then i pull out this uh
0: crazy Dean flying B and step to the <laughs> mic and go. So but, anyways, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: no, actually, um, Jesus Jones. Yeah. Ah,
3: <laughs> <man>.
4: <laughs> no. Uh, and, uh, well that, and, um, what's, what else do I have?
0: What's your go to? I just got
4: my go to for the, for, yeah, I guess my go to, I use that Dean a lot. I really like it. Um, and the other one would be I have this um, American Pro Strat mm. um, that I, I stuck North Giant pickups in them, actually. Um, and that's my go to just because I, I started playing on a Strat. Mm-hmm. I, I have, still have my first Strat. It's uh, this Mexican made, um, like Sunburst, uh, kind of like vintage tinted neck um strat that uh, i just absolutely i still love that guitar um and so i started on that so a strat is kind of home for me sure i can kind of play whatever sounds i i want
1: on are, that are those uh the nord strands are those passive or active pickups
4: they're they're passive
1: oh, okay because yeah. yeah. i mean i you know at least in every everyone that i've talked to i mean he's probably best known for his bass pickups and yes and things yeah. like that so i didn't yeah. realize he actually had a, a a passive line too
4: yeah he's got a guitar line yeah yep. uh, i actually yeah i i'm i'm plugging it because he's my my friend and also because i love him i think they're
2: <laughs> really great pickups he's so. a he's a big he's a pretty big company so he's been around a while i believe oh yeah
4: he's a, he's a i guess he a little big company
2: like yeah. his shop is pretty small <laughs> uh, great stuff it's, though Definitely. Yeah. Maybe we'll have him on one of these days. Yeah, you should. That'd be he's, cool. he's,
4: we'll get, he's got interesting stories. I'm
2: I'm getting that from you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: cool. Um, but yeah, that and then my main amp that I use nowadays is is a Mesa Boogie Lone Star.
1: Oh, oh. yeah, that's a great line. Yeah,
4: oh, yeah I really yeah. like that.
1: That was one of the ones you know when he was talking earlier about Todd was looking for a. a uh, you know, an EO 84 style amp. And the, I think the Lone Star is in that there's like the subway rockets and a couple of others that, uh, use EO 84s as power tubes. And, um, uh, they're, they're just, you know, it's not what you would call a typical Mesa boogie amplifier, you know, not a triple wreck or anything like that. It's a, it's a good classic sounding amp.
4: Yeah. I think actually I, there's, I think there's two models of the Lone Star. There's one with the, uh, EO 84s. And then there's, um, the one I have is uh, the hundred watt version, which oh, has six L sixes in 6L, it. Okay, Interesting. yeah, it's it's I I really like it. It's 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 sort of it's my tone. I I like versatility in my tone. I want to um I, I want nice clean sound, but then I also want to get really really heavy and really distorted sometimes too. So <laughs> I, I find the that Lone Star does all of it really well for yep. me. Yep, yeah.
0: very cool, very cool. Now. Um, As far as, you know, you you talked a little bit about some of your, uh, you know, how you got into playing and stuff, but talk about some of your, your maybe music influences and guitar player influences. Because sometimes I think that those can be different.
4: Yeah. um, Well, I, like how i got into guitar yeah like what and, was it yeah.
0: w- w- what was the first thing that made you go like okay i gotta
4: this do is this, of, this is, yes um that moment uh i was 16 years old i'm uh, on the water polo team go to uh a, one of the guys on the team's house um i didn't really know him we go into his room he's got this pv raptor guitar and this (laughs) pv amp and he starts playing outshined on the guitar oh yeah and i was like what the hell is that that is i want to do that i want to do that so bad um and he showed me the riff and i went home and my brother had this like really crappy acoustic guitar um and I just started I was just playing that over and over again. I, I I wasn't even playing it right or anything. And I I was like, I got I gotta play guitar. Um and you know, this is
0: this is the nineties, so Kim Thales a huge I, influence on me uh, early on for sure.
4: Yeah. I I love Soundgarden. Um I, my influences to really start me playing guitar were Soundgarden, Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains. Mm-hmm those were the bands that like were popular at the time. And, uh, those were sort of not, like,
1: not Jesus Jones. No...
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to go back. And every time that's going to ding. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <Yeah.
0: laughs> uh... Um,
4: yeah, the, the, those guitar, it's like, once I started playing guitar, all of a sudden I heard guitar mm. and, um, mm-hmm. and th- you know those that that's technical guitar work they're all their songs are just there's a lot of cool guitar work in there, and that's sort of like where my my uh, guitar story started, and then it wasn't until later that I discovered like classic rock and um um you know, all sorts of other music and and really listening to other s- styles of guitar and then I got into like eighty Shred for a little while, where I was like really into well, Steve I and Joe Satchirani. And, and, um, and then now I'm like kind of more into, uh, I really like the Rival Sons. I really like, like more classic fuzzy sounding stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind of a mix of all these.
0: Yeah. Well, things. anybody yeah. defined by one thing, I think is probably not super fun. Yeah.
4: Yeah. And also like, musically i i also get defined a lot by whatever band i'm in like i don't know if you guys experience that like you you have your sound and yeah. then you join a band and then you sort of adapt your sound to the band and then like that sound sort of now becomes part of your sound which which is really cool yeah. i really like that
0: yeah i'm i make my uh g- drummer who's who's like schooled on Rush. He's like, yeah, but I'm schooled on Rush. I'm like, don't care. We're playing this.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Want to be in a
1: band yeah. or not? That'd be a good name for a band, schooled on Rush.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not bad. Or even just schooled on this. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> S- Schooled on Jesus Jones. Yeah. There yes. You there you go. <laughs> right here, right now. He's probably it's listening going, terrible. guys,
0: come on. <laughs> uh, so, when when you get those kind of influences and you jam them all up together i it does sound like you're you're pulling um, specific elements out of those things you you actually called a lot of those out um i especially like that you said there was some really interesting guitar work in you know the bands that you were describing like Alison Chains and Soundgarden and stuff because a lot of people look at you know will listen to that and go it's just, it all sounds like easy power chords and stuff and it's like no 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 (laughs) there's there is a lot more but the big difference and i think this is what a lot of people were responding to is that it was within the song and it wasn't showboated which is where you know the the high high of Mm. the late 80s was was happening uh, so, I appreciate the, that you kind of were mentioning that because that's something that I, I picked up on.
4: Yeah, I did get into Showboat for a little while there. You know, when I was really starting to like wanting to really play guitar, then it was like, oh, Steve Vai, boom. I want to play like Steve Vai. And then, but it, it doesn't work yeah. in, um, when you have a singer.
0: too true too true
4: yeah and and also you have to practice a lot to get that good uh and i just yeah that's a lot
0: of it's a lot of time well speaking of practicing um you, you know you got this you know we talked about ancient echoes and by the way was ancient echoes a reference to anything i know there's a couple books uh with that title
4: no it's not it's just kind of um the feeling that I got playing it—that's oh, okay. where the name came from. Yeah, it's
0: yeah, super. So again, speaking of the practicing part, like wh- wh- what are you working <laughs> on and getting, um, you know, building up this this portfolio of yours?
4: Um, yeah, I'm working on a lot of. St- I've have a lot of like unfinished projects, and then when I decided to launch, what um, I sort of just like was like, I'm doing this. And I just like threw myself into uh, a bunch of designs um, and I was going to release three pedals at once. And, um, and then the, the project manager in me was like, what the hell are you doing? I can't <laughs> release three pedals at once. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, so I've got two other pedals that um, are almost ready. Oh, one of them's ready. Uh, it's uh it's my pedal called Nivicola. It's like, it's actually a it's a clone of a of a, a black Russian Big Muff, but it's like a clone of my Black Russian Big Muff. Um where like those old pedals, you know, they're they're all over the place. Like sometimes you get a good one, sometimes you get a not so good one, and the values drift over time. And I got one that I just really love. And so I spend a lot of time trying to uh get exactly that sound. Um and so the values that I used are a bit different than what the like the um if you go online and you look at the schematic that it's it's different than what what's out there and i also found some like cool like i guess nos like russian transistors um (laughs) that actually i've ordered these transistors and they came in in the in the mail and i like opened up the bag and i just got this like crazy strong odor of like tobacco and cologne (laughs) and i just like couldn't like i was just thinking like i just imagined like where these transistors were coming from and like i built up a character in my mind of like this guy you know he's like smoking and just like packing (laughs) these bags
1: (laughs) comrade we pack the bags after we have a nice smoke and lots of cologne
4: (laughs) yeah it's so but uh, those transistors really nail it i think um and then i found some cool russian diodes that when i I was doing testing i just couldn't get the tones right um and the diodes just really i felt like it made the difference um so that one i'm almost ready to release that one i just need to finalize a couple uh like the manual and um and um
0: that's it really Hmm. and then now really quick about the the Nivacola. um Jared and and uh, Tony, do you know what the nivicola, uh means? No. Oh, Would you tell uh, I'm pretty sure you were about to say the um, uh, Hypogastura nivicola, which is the snow flea, which is what your petal is named after, isn't it? <laughs> it's it's also it's also the the Siberian bighorn sheep.
3: Hmm. Yes,
0: it's Ocus it's named nivicola. after. Yeah.
4: It's named after, so I kind of like, it's a play on like, you know, certain variants of Big Muff people really yeah. like, and like the Rams Violet head, Ram's Head yeah. is is one that people just love. And there isn't really, there is that sort of with the with the Russian style ones. There's green, and then there's like different generations of green and, and black, and there's different like enclosure styles or whatever. Um, I don't know if that really matters, because those, those you know that it's, it's a crapshoot where you're going to get in there. They could be uh really good or really bad and then so I was just kind of pretending like well what would a ram's head version of a russian big muff sound like? Mm. It's gonna it sounds like my pedal. That's what it sounds like. And then that's kind of where the name came from. So
1: nice.
0: Interesting. It's also a uh hyle hila- hyle hila- uh hyleus which is a Specific bee that lives in Hawaii. So you could oh, have I'm gone not. with any of those three. You would have been money no matter what.
1: <laughs> Are you sure I, it, was, it wasn't a, a defunct competitor of Coke and Pepsi?
0: It was a <laughs> terrible, Tony. I'm going to edit that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, you also have the Apex. Tell us about that.
4: Uh, yeah, the Apex. Um, so the Apex, I haven't released it yet because I think it needs a couple more tweaks. I was as I was like playing it. And I got together with my band, finally, and, um, and my jam band that I bit play with sometimes. And it just needs a little bit more. Um, so I'm working on that out a little bit. Um, but before, before I decided that, I was like, oh, I'm going to release this for sure. Um, but the idea behind that was um, I really like the uh, YouTube demo or demos in the dark. Mm-hmm. And um, he did this uh, Rat Week. And so every, every day of that week, he would play a different LM 308, um, rat inspired pedal, Mm -hmm. and then he'd shoot them all out and then kind of play them at the end. And I thought it'd be like a fun challenge to create my own version of that. So like take the rat circuit, but do my own take on it, Mm -hmm. um, and not make it sound like a rat, but like how, where can I take this, take everything that I, I love the rat, but I also don't like the rat sometimes mm-hmm. and I wanted to kind of like, I think it get can rid sound the really
0: parts. flat.
4: It, I think it depends on your amp. Um, a lot. It's like very certain amps. The rat sounds rad. And then other yeah. amps, like you're just kind of like, no, that's no, I um, think anytime
0: we make a suggestion, we should say it like this so that we're, <laughs> it's really, it's an, it's an informed decision. i I think that's a good idea yeah well so so someday uh that uh that'll happen i imagine
4: yes uh yeah i'm i'm i've actually i think i've i've got it to a point where i'm really happy with it i'm just gonna let it kind of uh burn in a little bit you know make sure Mm -hmm. that i do love it and i've got a bunch of fuzzes that i'm working on because i love fuzz and uh yeah, I've got one fuzz that is very near completion, so.
0: Brilliant. Well, yeah. uh, this Ancient Echoes is going to keep you really busy, man, because honestly, like, the, I hope the, so. the, the, it's such a great pedal. I'm, I'm really happy for you that you um, landed something that, you know, I, I haven't played one like this, uh, and uh, I was, I really enjoyed it. So um, I'm glad that, that that is out there for us players and collectors.
4: Awesome. Yeah. That thanks. Yeah. I'm, I'm really happy with ancient echoes. I'm, I, it took a long time to design that circuit.
0: Yeah. Well, well done. Um, we are going to turn around uh, uh, the, the corner and hop in the El Camino and swing by Jared's house. Uh, if you right. wouldn't mind Your riding house. shotgun to Tony, I'll climb in the back. Go ahead, right. Jared.
2: Well, I'm glad you guys showed up in the O.L. Camino because it's time for Would You Rather. Today's Would You Rather is from Mike D.
1: Mike D.
2: That's right. Mike D. You've been saving up for months Months. to buy a particular high-end pedal. Mm. When you finally have the money... Mm -hmm. It comes to your attention that a new version has just been released. Mm. But that's my luck. So the original model was already excellent. But version 2 adds some features that you didn't know you wanted until now. So the genie is out of the bottle. Mm -hmm. The new version of this pedal will sell for 20% more than its predecessor. However, the version of the pedal you originally intended to buy... Is now twenty percent off its usual selling price. Mm. You must choose one. Which which will it be? Hmm. Also, Big Clive and Tigers of Pantang equals awesome. Thank you.
0: <laughs> That's yes. That those are references to things we've brought up in the past. And you are correct, Mike D. Both of those things are indeed awesome. Big Clive yes. and Tigers of Pantang. Big Clive on YouTube. Go look him up. It's fantastic. And uh, Tigers of a Pantang, because well, why not, right? All right. Let's see here. We're going to try Tony. We're going to go around mm. the horn. Tony, Jared, mm. Ralph.
1: So I can get the original version for 20% off the original selling price, or I can get version two, which has more features, but it costs 20% more. Is that correct? Yeah.
0: That seems That's to be the gist.
1: It. That seems the gist. So... Are you rich or poor? <laughs> I think that it's really going to depend on a number of things. Um, first off, I would be curious if this pedal, in its original form, was an early one that maybe the person who is selling it actually built. And, exactly. if, the, and if the newer one is something that was, I won't say mass-produced, but maybe built by somebody else. Um, in a lot of cases, I think it's really cool, whether it's a guitar or an amp or a pedal or whatever, to have something that was done, made by the person uh, or under their, you know, under their guide, uh, to uh, that it's in it's original form. I mean, some of the new features are always kind of neat, but I, I still a lot of times will tend to go for something that was. You know, the, the earlier version that I know was, uh, was you know, possibly, you know, put together by someone that's, you know, developed it. So I'm going with the old school one. Plus I can save an extra 20%. He uh, stole my logic. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's the joy of going first.
0: Yes, that is true. Jared, about yourself.
1: Yeah,
2: pretty, pretty much the same along the lines of Tony just explained. I mean, the guy, the, the guy who made the first version – he may assign each one. He may uh, put a little extra scribblings in the case of the pedal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hand wired possibly, uh, so on and so forth. Just it i the, It's the same logic as what what Tony just explained, and I won't go into as much detail as he did. Yeah, but yeah. definitely, definitely pay less for the first. I want the first version of that pedal. That I, I usually want the first version of anything anyway, just I don't know why. <laughs> I like <laughs> original stuff. I don't.
1: Know. Yes, you do.
0: All right. Ralph, how about yourself?
4: Yeah, I think I'm following along. Um, like the pedal collector and me would want the original one just to have that
0: because it's just cool to have.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Pedals like that, yeah.
2: What about you, Todd?
0: Well, I you know, It's interesting because sometimes when they release a pedal that is like, hey, we updated it, it's like there's things that truly can make it better and that weren't necessarily considered. Um, And, uh, you know, sometimes it's just like, I don't know, I added this to make it different so I could have another run at it or whatever. But, um, you know... Whenever you get something along the lines of what you guys are talking about, I'm thinking like you know uh, the the red noise stone blender or the champion lucky like Fettle boost, boost that we we I think we each actually got one of the early yeah. ones when he was hand painting them is like that's mm. special that's special yeah. I will they're never they're get rid of, of that you know um some of the hello sailor stuff is like I, uh, there's not another one like that on the planet even if it is a run of of a certain thing. Those are all individual. Now yep. we are not saying that automatically. If you do a second run of something and you add something to it, that it's no longer valuable. There's no longer handmade. But um, you know, I don't know. There's there's some there's some merit to having like this is the first thing. You can always go back and get the second one later too. It's
1: okay. Yeah, buy them both.
0: Buy them both. Anyhow, well, that was a that was a good question. I don't know how much he anticipated that was going to be so heavily weighted on the first version of something. But, um, you know, that is the joy of doing what we do and being who we are. And we like we like collecting these. We like the variety of them. We like the little things that make them special and unique. And um, we're gonna scoop them all up if we can. So Keep making them. Make version two, three, four, five, and 6 for all I care. Know what I mean? Do it. Yes. Alright, well we need to say thank you to a very special group of people.
1: Yes, Todd, because at this point of the show, there's a special group of people that we love to thank. These are our executive producers. That's right. Now, Jared's probably wondering, what's an executive producer? I don't know. Well, it's a <laughs> It's a person that makes the podcast possible. That's right. They they go to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs and provide monetary support that help us defray all the crazy costs of bringing this every week to you. Holy moly. Yeah. (laughs) So if you go over to that patreon.com. Forward slash the guitar knobs, you can check out a couple different levels in which you can participate participate. How about participate and become a sponsor of this podcast? Each level comes with a great bevy of thank you gifts. We're but coming in addition up with to all those too. gifts, that's right. Yes. Oh, holy moly. I noticed that the list gets longer and longer. Um, but uh, you know, there's one more thing as an executive producer. Yep. Jared, what is that? I'll
2: tell you right now. Get to have your name read on the thing.
1: Your name read on the thing. That's what yes, I'm going to do right now. So special thanks to these executive producers. Moon Guitars. I'm over the moon for Moon Guitars. Vader and Pedals. Drew Lopez. John Halverson. Rick Calhoun. Trevor Gunberg. Elad Mizrahi. Gary Cooper. Jason Roush. Micah D. Richard Kendall. Mark Garten, Matt Hart, James White, Justin Jones, Anthony Gemalero, Bill Gola Guitars, John Esterley, Anthony Lathrop, Stefan Lamb, Michael Sanchuk, Ken Sayers, Doug Crist, Darren Gregory, John Anglin, Tom Brazin, and this week, this week, two, count them, two new executive producers. Welcome aboard to John Sluhan and Rusty Sneedon. Thank you guys. Awesome. Hey, Love Todd, it. I'm not done yet. Well, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> because we have, oh, just let's just call them the upper echelon of executive producers. Ooh. These are our grand up And these fine folks have a, a fez to place upon their head whilst listening to the podcast
0: and at the same time
1: yes and they they share headphones and they're uh, you know they take hot tubs in individual hot tubs of uh, some orange liquid so That's to speak right. uh, we're not sure what that is yet but we'll figure it out one of these orange days. orange crush so special 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 thanks to these grand pubas tom emanasco ricardo igareda david Kaminga, brandon wound pickups
2: that's right.
1: Hex Matos, Michio Murakishi, Bob Crouch, Jack Caden, Sam Jett, Tyler, K.C. Rhines, LSJ Music Company. Did you happen to notice, I, I just realized this as I was listening and saw what uh, uh, Lisa, who we had on last time, mm-hmm. she goes by LSJ Rock, Rock Photos. Photos. Yeah. So I, you know... Maybe they're connected in some way. Who knows? Maybe uh, not. Either way. Thanks, LSJ. John Williams. James Pennington. Adam Johnson. Steve Keys, Cody Foster. Science of sound. <laughs> Brian Robison. Jonathan Jerusik. Also known as 12th Hour Devices. Corey Nigro. Michael Van Zant, Tim Nowak. Jonathan Daly. Martin Cliff, Sean S, S-, S- I-S- I-S- and Rat King. Thank you, guys.
0: Thank you so very much. Okay, Ralph, we need to say a great big thank you to you uh, for joining us on this show. It was a pleasure having you and It was great learning about you and uh, your, the, the cool pedals and stuff that you're making. Thanks for having me. That was a lot of fun. You are welcome. Now, please tell all of the people who are waiting on bated breath where they can get a hold of your stuff and see more of your work.
4: Yeah. um, The website is wonderfulaudiotechnology.com. The Instagram is wonderfulaudiotechnology. I have wonderfulaudiotechnology on Facebook. I don't use Facebook very much, though, but you can always... Email me also at info at wonderful audio technology. Um, I don't mind if people email me to ask
0: questions or even just talk about whatever. Right on. It's cool. All right. Uh, Tony, where can people find just, you?
1: Just head over to pick com. Check out some of the stuff that I have available for online purchase. Now that my site is back up, <laughs> that, was a, that was a fun couple of eight hours. Mm. Uh, but anyhow, uh, you know, the, by and large, what I do is uh, custom work. So shoot me an email. Let me know what you want, what you're trying to do. I might even have some good advice for you because I've done a lot of this stuff myself. So uh, let's talk and let's make it happen. Right on. Jared?
2: Uh, message me uh, through Instagram. Jared Pickup Winder Branded. All one word. On Instagram. Yeah, all one word. It's brand new, so I'm not going to have very many followers. Yeah. Does that actually I had fit? to break away from the Brandon Wild Pickups one, because, obviously because of my new job. Yeah. So, All yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, good. When, what is that again? Jared Pickup Winder Brandon. It's just my stupid face is a picture. So, okay. <laughs> you know. okay. Message me if you want to talk about you know, general things about pickups.
0: Okay, so. sounds good. Uh, you can email me Todd at the guitar. The, the guitar the, you can email me Todd at You can also DM me uh, on Instagram at guitar knobs. We would love to hear from you. Please send your thoughts and uh, any "would you rather"s. That was a good one from Mike D. Can you top yes. that? Can you best it? Can you do better? Send it to us. We'd love That's to read it for you. Yeah. Uh, and um, make sure that you check us out on the Discord too. Uh, go to the bio link on the on the Instagram. And uh, and lastly, I'm gonna plug my band again. Go to go listen to the Villantinos on Spotify. The Villantinos, like villain and tinos, <laughs> but one word. And uh, hope you dig it. If you do, let me know. All right, everybody. Thank you again to Ralph, and have a fantastic guitar week. And subscribe.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah there are. Tony's yeah, they're Polish, like, so
0: that he knows everything about Europe.
1: Yes, I know everything. <laughs> Morning,
0: Joe. OK, Ralph Gottschalk. Uh No, doggone <laughs> it. Exactly.
1: Um, po- Is he a poobah? Exact. Oh, not a. not a. Uh,
0: no. That's why a I said exact.
1: God.
0: Copy. Guten <laughs> <from laughs> tag, <Jack> Joseph.
1: Guten <laughs> ah, <good laughs> tag,
0: Ralph. <laughs>
4: Donkey.
0: <laughs> you're, you're, you're seeing behind the the uh, the, the, behind curtain. the curtain. <laughs> yes, it's it's but not really a curtain. It's a really uh, calcium calcified clear plastic shower curtain that's all like <laughs> yellow and pink at the bottom. <laughs>
2: Of his artsy Why do
0: I always forget the name of the thing?
2: Oh. Underwear and the ghosts and all that stuff.
0: Fetal uh, boost. That's it. take shock. Got shock. Shalk. Shalk. This should be a lot of fun. All right. All right. Okay. Radio I'm voices ready. from here on out, everybody. N-P- right. N-P- NPR voices. We're going to do the whole show in NPR
2: voice. Oh, sh- <laughs> you got shock.
0: You got yeah. shock. Or the uh... fetal boost. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hang on via how you say in business (laughs) that's uh that's that's what you get is one button (laughs) one button jared (laughs) this is on ralph got (laughs) no i'm not going to be able to say this now ralph
3: got got,
0: got shock okay (laughs) i think the only one
4: i can kind of do is is sean connery maybe and maybe just people don't have the uh they don't have the heart to tell me that I suck at it.
1: So I, it. <laughs> yeah. I hate myself. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, my shelf. That was a
1: podcast
0: here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that was a Grinch, actually, I'm pretty
1: sure. Yeah. So we got to- on the podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> because I used tour gear pedal or pedal cords. Which one? Patch <laughs> cables, if you will. Yeah, patch cables. Two or
0: gear patch and a cables. <laughs> <laughs> pedal
2: pedal cords. No <laughs> <The laughs> besto.
0: Yeah. Ralph
2: Gottsch. <laughs> <laughs> it. I'm gonna say Ralph. Me. That's
0: what I'm gonna say. Here we go.
2: Do <clears> it. <throat> that's
0: that's Jared. Do a Swahili accent.
2: That's why he had the accent. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. All right, man. We're clear.
3: Yay. Cool. We did it.
4: Yeah. I, that was that was actually a lot of fun.
3: Good. Wait, actually,
0: what? <laughs> Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why the my voice broke.
3: <laughs> we
0: Well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash theguitarnobs. Visit our website at theguitarnobs.com for all of our past episodes, four on the floor blog, and other good stuff. You can connect with us on social too at our Facebook page and share your gear and stories on our Facebook group. Also, be sure to check out our Instagram at guitar knobs.
3: Catch you next time.